judge responds to Trump proposal of counter-judgment in fraud case as defense seeks enforcement delay. New York Supreme Court Justice Arthur Ingeron emailed defense attorneys, stating he saw no need for a motion or conference to negotiate his fraud verdict after they proposed a counter-judgment, according to court filings. On February 16, Justice Ingeron issued his verdict in the multimillion-dollar civil fraud case brought by New York Attorney General Letitia James against former President Donald Trump and the Trump Organization. Days later, attorney Colleen Faherty submitted a proposed judgment outlining the penalties put forth by Justice Angeron. In response, defense attorney Clifford Robert, who represented Eric Trump and Donald Trump Jr., responded on behalf of all defendants arguing that it was improper for the prosecutors to submit a proposal for judgment without any notice whatsoever on the defendant's part. Justice Angeron responded by email on February 21, asking defendants to please let me know, by 5 p.m. today, if you object in any specific ways and how your counter-judgment would differ. He noted that the proposed judgment exactly tracks with the language of his order except for the addition of defendants' addresses and blanks for interest amounts. Mr. Robert then filed another reply letter, arguing that the attorney general's unseemly rush to memorialize a judgment violates all accepted practice in New York State Court. He asked to stay enforcement of the judgment for 30 days and argued that given that a court-appointed monitor is still in place, there should be no issue with a delay. He also highlighted two errors, one regarding when the interest should begin on the $1 million penalty for the Trump Organization's former chief financial officer Alan Weisselberg, and the other concerning the business addresses of the defendants. On February 22, special counsel for the Attorney General's office, Andrew Ammer, objected to the use of Florida addresses for the defendants, arguing that Trump Tower is where the Trump Organization offices are located and business is conducted. Mr. Ammer objected to a 30-day stay on enforcement, arguing the defendants did not sufficiently provide a basis for that request. He argued that the court had not directed the state to confer with the defendants and there was no requirement that they do so and noted the error regarding Mr. Weisselberg was inadvertent. On top of the $355 million President Trump will need to pay, Eric Trump and Donald Trump Jr. have also been fined $4 million each and Mr. Weisselberg $1 million. Mr. Weisselberg and the former comptroller for the Trump Organization, Jeffrey McConney, have also been permanently barred from serving in financial control of any business in New York, while the executives and President Trump will also be barred from serving as officer or director of any corporation or legal entity in the state for three years. Donald Trump Jr. and Eric Trump will be barred from serving as directors or officers for two years. President Trump and several of his entities are also barred from applying for loans from any financial institution registered in the state for three years, which may prove to be an obstacle if he is seeking to get a bond in the case to appeal. Court-appointed monitor Barbara Jones will continue to monitor the Trump Organization for at least three years and within 30 days submit her proposal for what authority she needs and recommendations for a risk compliance officer. Additional penalties may be ordered at the recommendation of Ms. Jones and the compliance officer at a later date. Attorney General Ready to Seize Assets In a recent interview with ABC News, Ms. James said she was ready to seize President Trump's property as a means of enforcing the judgment. If he does not have funds to pay off the judgment, then we will seek judgment enforcement mechanisms in court, 
and we will ask the judge to seize his assets, she said. We are prepared to make sure that the judgment is paid to New Yorkers, and yes, I look at 40 Wall Street each and every day. Defense attorney Alina Habba, representing President Trump, had said in an interview with Fox News that President Trump was capable of paying the $355 million disgorgement penalty or the roughly $400 million deposit that would be required of him to appeal the fraud ruling. Within 30 days, even if we choose to appeal this, which we will, we have to post the bond, which is the full amount and sum, and we will be prepared to do that, she said. Look, it's no coincidence, she added, they know by looking at his statements of financial condition that this guy is worth a lot of money. Billions and billions and billions of dollars, and that didn't even include his brand. What they're trying to do between this case and my last case is put him out of business, she said, referring to the recent $83 million penalty a jury ordered President Trump pay in a defamation case brought by writer E. Jean Carroll. Ms. Habba described the ongoing legal action against the former president as grotesquely insane. It's not going to work, number one. Number two, what they're trying to do is a scare tactic, Ms. Habba said. Unfortunately, they picked the wrong guy to pick on, in my opinion. He's strong, he's resilient, and he's got a lot of cash.